to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. Hi, everyone. Hi, Hi everybody. <laughs> this is Marin. This is Emily. This is Sarah. And this is Remember, Remember Twilight. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, everybody, I have to let all of our listeners know that um, for the first time, I think, Ever, Emily and I are recording from different locations. This is brand new for us. We've never done this before. We're trying it out. Um, and I'm used to having Emily literally touching me while we're recording. But since we're not touching today, as you can tell from our intro, I didn't know to pause for Emily. So <laughs> hopefully throughout our recording today, we can keep it real and I can pause for, I don't, I, I'm not good with pausing. I don't know if anybody's ever noticed that I can't ever stop talking, but I will try my best to pause, but welcome to today's episode. We have an exciting guest for you all today on this week's episode. We're going to be talking to Sarah from, and Sarah, will you tell me so that I don't say it wrong? Will you tell me your handle that you use? It is twilight talk. Is there an uh, underscore? There is. Yeah, it's Twilight underscore talk on TikTok. I love the name Twilight Talk. I think that's really clever and great. Um, and so we are doing a really fun little um, series of interview episodes right now. And Sarah is one of our special guests. And we're so happy to have her here. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> It's so crazy to like watch you interact with us. Like you're saying like hi to us because I am so used to just like binge watching your feed <laughs> every time. Because like before we started the interview, Marin mentioned how often we get sent your videos yeah. from our listeners. And so they'll send me one and I'll be like, oh, that's interesting. But then it's like 
your whole feed is like a spider web. Like every video is linked to like one other. So I just like end up in the loop going like back and back and back and like seeing where this conversation started, which is so fun. I love that everything's connected. And then you realize that there's no end and you're just caught in like a horrible. (laughs) And then it's like an hour later and I'm like, I feel so educated right now. (laughs) Oh, so yeah, that's part of what I try to do is always answer a comment. Right. And so then you get this linkage because, and I, people have definitely noticed this. I remember when Buzzfeed did an article on me and on their Instagram, people were very quick to point out. They were like, she doesn't even do her own cut. Like she doesn't know anything. She just, (laughs) and that's true. Like what it really is, is that I'm just going off of the comments that people make in the twilight fandom. Right. Which is why I think I've had so much fun with it because really I'm not, most of the stuff I'm not coming up with it all. I did a video the other day about like, why haven't, how I haven't the Cullens made an underground kingdom in the sea. <laughs> and, and like, that was someone else. Someone asked me like, why haven't they conquered the ocean? And I was like, I don't know. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a lot of people were like, we don't know if they live under that. So. That's literally, that's a question for the ages. We need to get to the bottom of that. Yeah. No pun intended. What? <laughs> Well, Sarah, this is going to be a great interview. I think that the three of us could just never stop talking. I feel like <laughs> I'm very you because you guys know everything, and you're such book people. So I'm so excited to chat with you. Yeah, being book purists, the three of us, it's like yeah. this is going to be awesome. Well, let's get started on our little question and answer section. Cool. Um, Sarah, I would love if you would introduce yourself, um, and if you would like to share your pronouns with us, real quick. Sure. Yeah, sure. So I am Sarah. Uh, you might know me from Twilight Talk on TikTok. My pronouns are she, her, hers. Um, and I'm super happy to be here. Oh, we're happy to have you. Yeah, definitely. Um, can you also, for everybody listening who might not be familiar with TikTok or might not yeah. follow you, can you tell them a little bit about yourself? Sure. So what to, what to say? I am and I'm a 41-year-old Twilight fan who spends a lot of time talking about Twilight on TikTok. I obviously have an aggressively, well, that's not obvious. Some people do think that it is my full-time job to do that. It isn't. <laughs> um, I have an aggressively normal life, but yeah, one, one of my special interests is Twilight. I've been a fan since like 2008. Uh, so yeah, every day I just go on there and make one video answering a question or highlighting something about the series that maybe people don't know or that we want to remind ourselves about. Sometimes it's, it can be a little bit, I can be a little bit critical of Twilight, but I want people to know that I really do love it a lot. Cause that's a question I get a lot is kind of like, do you even like the series? I do, but yeah, I'm coming at it from the perspective of really, really loving the books um, and, and, and wanting to like talk more about the books uh, and educate people who maybe haven't read them and don't want to read them. But yeah. the books are, the books are so wild that I think I, I engage with a lot of people who don't, haven't seen the books or the movies, but just can't believe what <laughs> I'm even saying. Um, so yeah, I mean, so that's just a little bit about, about me and like what I I'm doing on social media. And other than that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty normal. You know, I have a, I have a job and a career outside of this, but it has become kind of a big hobby, I guess, un- unintentionally. I feel so connected to you as a, as an also 40 something year old woman who loves Twilight and spends yeah. 
every day of my life involved with Twilight and talking about it and telling yeah. people how much I truly, sincerely love Twilight. And I'm also, yeah. I mean, Emily and I have been pretty critical of a lot of stuff. There are entire yeah. chapters that we're like, nope, this is, um, this is bookmarked. We're not re ever reading this chapter again. And so it's kind of yeah. one of those things where it's like, you know, we, we, I feel connected to you on this. <laughs> I think what, um, I've always wanted to know, and, um, this is something that I, a lot of people have asked us. It's just like such a common question in the fandom in the past couple of years. Yeah. I would love to hear your Twilight origin story. Sure. Oh, do you mean my, vil my villain origin story? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I love, I love like hearing people's Twilight origin stories. Cause I feel like they're all so, and it is, it is great. And I feel like so many people that I connect with are a lot younger than me. And they were like, yeah, I was like 10, which totally makes sense. Like, I wish I could say that, but I unfortunately cannot. Yeah. Right. And I get comments on my page all the time that were like, weren't you like 27 when you, <laughs> when you first found, like they're joking with me and I'm like, yeah, unfortunately. Yes. Um, yes. so <laughs> my origin story is I was, I don't know why this matters, but I feel like it does matter. I was in graduate school and I was in like my fourth or fifth year of graduate school. I was doing a PhD program, which I really like hated that I hated my PhD program. And so I really feel like I was looking for some sort of escape and I wasn't reading anything except for like, you know, German philosophy. And at the school that I was at, I was noticing everybody carrying around this book with this apple on, on the front. Right. I'm just like, what is that? Like, why is everyone reading this? Like, I'm not going to read this. Not stupid. And I went home for Christmas. So that would have been like December of 2008. I went home for Christmas or December 2007. And my mom had gotten me the books or the first book for Christmas. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess I have to read it. And I mean, you know, the, I read the first one that night and then woke up and was like, I, you, I have to have the rest of them. Like, please, like we have to go get the rest of them right now. I mean, it was just like game over for, like from the very beginning I was into I was into Edward immediately I am very much a team Edward girly I'll, even though I know that he is like super problematic I can't let go of him um <laughs> and you know then spent all night online looking at like who they'd cast in the movie and finding out that it was Cedric Diggory and <laughs> going back going back to my PhD program and like trying to kind of like re-enter that but just really spending a lot of time like in the Twilight fandom world, as opposed to actually doing any of my work. Um, and it did, it became my whole personality for like the next four years, pretty much. Um, I was super active on Twitter. I had a bunch of friends, uh, cause I feel like that's where we would talk back in like 2008 or 2009, a bunch of us would sit on Twitter and just like watch the new moon set pictures come out and or everything that was going on. And, you know, the whole fan fiction scene, it was I, like, I remember the, the woman who wrote 50 shades of gray was like super active on Twitter. Um, cause she, that was at that point that, that fan fiction. And so like, I would talk to her <laughs> very, but, you know, she wasn't, I don't, I don't talk to the yellow James, but she, yeah, she definitely thought she was like the queen of the fandom. And yeah, I mean, I just, I just, I did really go down. Like it was a dark point. I feel like twilight finds you sometimes when you're at your lowest <laughs> and kind of like, Oh my gosh. I wonder, do you think that's why the Renaissance happened in 2020? Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, aside from like midnight sun, but yeah, I do. Yeah. I feel like when you are at, when there's like no place left for you to turn twilight is like, <laughs> I'll like, I'm either going to let you think further. I'm going to make things worse for you. while also making things better. 
so I really do. I was already in a dark hole and, tw- and Twilight in a lot of ways didn't help, but of course in a lot of ways did help um, mm-hmm. in terms of just providing that, es- that escape. And then I graduated in 2012 and kind of moved into my professional life and really like didn't think of, I was like, I have to divorce myself from this period of my life. Like this never happened to the point that I got married. My husband, my husband, and I got married in 2019. Like he'd never heard me talk about Twilight. Um, <laughs> and then the Midnight Sun came out and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to read this. And my best friend was like, I'll read it with you. Like we, she was like concerned. She was not around for the first time. She's like, I'll read it with you. Like everything's fine. <laughs> and I, I was, I got on TikTok at the same time, just as a consumer. And I'm starting to notice like all the incredible takes and that people are able to be really funny about it. Like I, cause bef- the first time around, I don't feel like hating and loving Twilight was a, was a thing that was happening, but now it was. Um, and so, yeah, I got completely, I got completely sucked back in, I think in a healthier way this time, cause it doesn't consume my whole life, but yeah, I, I definitely was divorced from it. And then as soon as midnight, I mean, Edward's unhinged mind just sucked me right back in. I was like, I cannot believe, I cannot yeah. believe this book. It was so much more incredible and worse than I could have possibly ever imagined. Uh, so then I read the whole saga over again and then just like kept reading it over and over again. And eventually had to just start sharing thoughts. <laughs> That's so great. Uh, I was going to ask you, how did you end up on TikTok with Twilight? Yeah. Uh, but Midnight Sun is totally uh, the obvious answer. So, yeah, I mean, so I, I just happened because it, it was the pandemic and everyone was getting on TikTok. And so I joined around that time um, because my friend, my friend had joined and I, w- I never thought I would make any videos. I was like, this is a, a young person's app. And I was also like, I'm a big Taylor Swift fan and folklore had also come out around that time. And so there were, there seemed to be this like intersection between like folklore content and like twilight content. I was, my whole for you page was that, I mean, it took me about six months of kind of sitting and watching. I, there were a couple of people that I, that I followed who I really liked their takes. I don't know. I'm trying to think of, I, I want to call them out. Like uh, one of my friends, Ajay really always has really had really good takes. She doesn't make as many videos now. I don't know if you guys, their cosplayer, Meg, Yeah, they were at Forever Twilight and Forks. And I had, to, I had mushroom ravioli with Meg. So yeah, Meg just had really <laughs> great takes. I remember thinking like, oh, you can be, you can love this thing, but also kind of anal- like have serious analytical conversations about it. And so I just ended up making a video about how I thought the love triangle was really kind of like unnecessary and an insult to our intelligence. And got some not to say like I just would have preferred Jacob to say as a friend I just don't feel like it was legitimate because Bella was never going to choose him so I got a little bit of feedback on that and I was like oh I'll keep talking um and then I honed in a little bit on the fashion choices which is which is when I first found when I first found you both because you are the heroes (laughs) that that put Stephanie Meyer on the spot about the khaki skirt it and for that, you will listeners. always be <laughs> It was our listeners. They inspired us. We couldn't, because we, I think it was like, we tacked it on at the very end because we were like, oh, I, have okay, watched that, I have watched that clip 10,000 times. <laughs> she was like, they were super popular. Like she <laughs> doubled down. Oh my God. They were like, though. I mean, you remember you're the same age. You, they were. It was a khaki it, skirt. I wore it for my wedding pictures. It was like 
There's no excuse for it. From the gap. From the gap. (laughs) Yes. She was like, they were on on all the gap ads, the level of defensiveness. She's like, I still have one in my closet, as does everyone. It's like, Stephanie, sweet. That's my favorite quote. Everyone still has one. There were so many opportunities there for her to just say, like, listen, like, I'm not a fashionista. Like, you know, I, I don't know what I was thinking. I just put it down and said, she was like, I still have one to this day. Um, but yeah, so one, I think two of my most popular videos initially were like revealing what Edward <laughs> wore in the meadow, which is really <laughs> tragic and which somehow I, I truly didn't know. I'd read the book so many times, but I had always autocorrected in my mind to like short sleeves. And when I, when it finally dawned on me, I had to text a friend. I said, like, can you open the book and read this? Am I reading this correctly? Like, this can't be possible. And then also like thinking about that khaki skirt combo. And so a lot of my content was initially fashion, like focused on all the horrible fashion described in the, described in the books. And then I was able to move on from that a little bit, but that was really, (laughs) that was really fun. It always takes a long time to process through what's actually being worn. (laughs) We spent a, a quite a, a, like an entire episode just talking about how his shirt was just open under his sweater. Open. He like, open. he was ready. To, he was ready. He was ready to go. That's what we talked about. It was so, yeah, it's overwhelming. It's so uncomfortable. And the idea of it, like, like that's so uncomfortable. And it was probably all like wrinkled. 100% wrinkled. It was like coming up out of the collar in the back because he was like so nervous. It just like crept oh. up his neck. My God. And then you also have to, and I know you know this, but the fact that like they were dressed identically, mm-hmm. they were dressed identically. <laughs> they both had tan sweaters and they both had those same shirts on underneath. Like that's tough. And jeans. <sighs> they they literally couldn't, couldn't help it. Nope. <laughs> they could have changed two items and they'd still be matching. <laughs> oh, it's too much. And so, yeah, people still, whenever I talk about that, like even one aspect of it, people will bring out the other aspects. Like if I were to say like they were matching, someone else would say like, he had the shirt unbundled under the sweater. Like, if, if, like it's hard to get it all in. It's hard to get it all in. And then when we also found out that he was counting insects and stuff, like while in that ensemble, putting all the pieces together is tough. I think. <laughs> it makes you question your taste. <laughs> it's like, how did I miss all these red flags? I don't know, but Every single one of them. I missed yep. every single one of them. <laughs> Literally, I think when I realized that Bella married the weirdest Colin, I was shook. Yeah. And it wasn't until Midnight Sun. I was like, she married the weirdest one. She married the worst one. Yeah. Because initially, <laughs> initial reread. And again, like I, Marin, you must have been about this age. Like I'm 27 reading, mm-hmm. like in a PhD program. I'm like, seems legit, seems legit, seems legit. He's Absolutely. He's great. No red flags. I didn't question for, a single thing. Didn't no question way. I was it. 100% nope. on Bella's. I was like <laughs> watching her sleep. Yes. Disabling her engine. Perfect. Like this all <laughs> sounds great. Sign me up. <laughs> didn't, nope, none of it. I didn't question it. <laughs> Listen, it was a different time of the world. <laughs> so the reread was tough. Like it, the reread, the 2020 reread, I was like, Whoa. <laughs> what's what's going on here and yeah midnight sun i think was like a real flop in the face too <laughs> I, I feel like maybe part of her felt like you guys wanted this for so long and you leaked it and all this stuff and now i'm gonna give you edward <laughs> and well, when, she, <laughs> when she warned us specifically like me and emily and she was like you guys it, it just immediately 
starts out dark (laughs) we were like oh okay (laughs) it's before it had come out and we were like what what is gonna happen (laughs) oh yeah like does plans go to school on the first day like yeah he (laughs) goes to school and he plans the murder of like 20 children children it's incredible it's a blessing to all of us (laughs) yeah so good so good um all right sarah so I think what you do is amazing and it seems really scary. So what would you, because I think it's, it'd be really fun. And Emily and I have a different perspective of it than you do, but what, what advice would you give to people who want to become like twilight content creators? I mean, you're kind of the queen of it. So let's help out our, (laughs) our future content creators. Um, (laughs) Well, so that's a really good question. Um, And I think the best advice I can give, and I think this is something that really, why I love your podcast is I, I think like bringing yourself into it, it's really important. People really respond to that no matter what platform you're doing it on. It, you know, of course the content matters, like whatever you're, you're saying matters and you should be prepared and you should kind of like know Twilight and make sure you have your facts, but like bringing that part of yourself you're part of your person in however you're portraying it, your sense of humor, like your personality, how you came to it, like the, the background that informs your love of a twilight, I think can be that, that I think is what draws people. I know that's what draws people to your podcast, right? Because you're not just sitting and, and reading the passages, right? Like you're bringing to it kind of all of the, your history with twilight and how you feel about these characters and your sense of humor. Um, And I think when I started, that's all I could do too, was kind of say like, here's what I've always thought about this. And I just realized this because everyone's kind of saying the same thing. And that's not entirely true because you have your, I guess we still have, you know, like team Edward factions, team Jacob factions, but I think they get along a lot better now. I'm friends with a lot of like team Jacob girlies. Um, Everyone may, there may be different takes, but everyone's kind of saying the same thing. So what I think becomes important is like, how are you, how are you going to deliver it? And how are you going to deliver it in such a way that you can let people in to that? So that may be like how you communicate with your audience, like how you let them into your creative process. Um, I think it'd be helpful. And on TikTok, that's quite easy, but I know that, that you both have really involved your listeners a lot as well. And I think that that, I think people really respond bond to that um because there's it's crazy to say in the year of 2022 that there's so many places where you can get twilight content which god if i i can't believe the sentence is even coming out of my mouth it's so weird but so yeah people are people just like being yourself i think is in in whatever capacity you're comfortable with is and i realize it was very long-winded but i think that's the only advice i have is just like how can you try to make it as organic as possible and not try to imitate anybody else i wouldn't have you you stated it so succinctly when Emily and I first started the podcast we had no plan we just started talking and so our obviously our own personal opinions and personalities just like there was nothing else there was no agenda there was no like oh we're gonna put this out into the world it was just like nope we are just literally going to talk about a thing we love with mm-hmm. each other as honestly and openly as we could. And it took me a really long time to wrap my brain around why people were listening to us. I couldn't understand it. But now that you say that, and I've thought about it and I've had people say, well, it's not Twilight, it's you guys. Yeah. And I like the whole time was like, 
well, that doesn't make sense either because I'm just me. But I did realize it's like, yeah, they're, they're here for the Twilight content is a thing that they came here for. But what they stay for is like our personalities and our banter and our yes. stuff. So that makes a lot of sense. That's great advice. I love it. And I think, I think when you say that you didn't have a plan and you just started talking, I think that, I mean, that's definitely what I did too, right? Mm-hmm. I wasn't like, I'm going to start like a launching, like I'm going to have a huge Twilight account. I was like, what I want to talk to some people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just want to chat with some people. And yeah, I think that that's definitely why people are like the banter that you have, right? That's why people are drawn to these kinds of um, content. And I had no idea why either. I also was like, I don't really understand why this is a thing. And then people will would tell me, right? And that's how I figured it out. It was just like, oh, like I, I'm here for the content, but I also just really like you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's nice. And so and I don't think you have to have a specific type of personality for that. I think people just really respond to authenticity. Yep. I exactly. love that. That's such good advice. Yeah. Like Thanks. when we were first starting the podcast, I like, I always have these like random unhinged thoughts about all the Collins. Cause like we've, we know them so well, like in our minds, they're like entirely fleshed out people. Yeah. So we can make decisions based on what we think they would do. And so I've definitely found the more I just say every crazy thought that comes into my head about like, oh, Edward Cullen is obviously a cat who joined the circus and does juggling. Like people love that because they too have a cat circus Edward in their mind and they were just waiting for someone else to be brave enough to say it. Anything, any crazy idea that you have about Edward or the Cullens or the werewolves or whatever it is, like someone else is out there just waiting for someone to say, you know, Edward is a cat in the circus or um, Edward, I'm trying to think of, I don't feel like I've come up with a lot of good ideas for Edward, but like, (laughs) I I talk a lot about, I don't know if you ever read the, the chat fit. I was just talking about this the other day. There was this chat fic on live journal, like a billion years ago. And it was called growing up Colin. And it was about like what Edward spent his time doing at night, uh, because (laughs) everyone else had other things to do. (laughs) <laughs> and it's and and they made him into it they, they were like we just made him into a 40 year old housewife and it's all in all caps and he's just shouting at everyone <laughs> he's like pressing wildflowers he's screaming at Emmett he's like Emmett did you take my stickers like I stopped <laughs> my eyes are bleeding these poor women are being exploited like he's like the problem they made him into like the problem child and like mm-hmm. so that's a huge like canon Edward for me is like this petulant child building like <laughs> sailboats in a bottle like screaming at the rest of them about how they don't respect his property (laughs) absolutely (laughs) so I feel like everyone has that like thing or or if you've thought about a lot you have you have things we feel like we know them so well that you just branch off right Mm -hmm. oh yeah oh yeah I would love to know what you're working on outside of twilight because I know you have a lot of like fun things kind of in your sphere and upcoming. So can you tell us about non-Twilight things that you're doing? Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I wish there was, I don't want to say I don't want to talk about that. I wish there was more of like a foray outside of Twilight. Um, I think I'll always be talking about Twilight, but I do really love, I do really love pop culture and I would love to kind of like talk more generally about pop culture and, and just like more, I'm like branching off into more like a vampire stuff. I do have one thing I do have that I'm really excited about for it to continue growing is I have a book club that is on Fable, the Fable app. 
that I'm really passionate about. And we don't just read, well, right now we have been just reading vampire books, but I think eventually we, we won't just read um, vampire books, but there's like 3000 people in this book club and it's super fun. It's super like by reading the books in the fable app, you can kind of see what everyone's highlighted and you just click on something and you can see all the comments. Um, we've read the first two um, discovery of witches books. I don't know if you've ever read those books. We, we had a real love hate relationship. <laughs> we had to, we had to do <laughs> there are three of them. And I was like, I can't read any more of this, which was very controversial because people love those books. They think it's like twilight copy paste. We're reading the true blood books now, um, which are super fun and exciting um, and really, really weird. Um, but that's like a, a great community that's kind of gr- grown as an offshoot of the, the twilight TikTok community that I engage with. Um, where it's just, it's just a really fun way to read. Um, and I also was doing, I don't know if I'll do more of this with them, but we're also doing watch parties. I think they're trying to launch watch parties on there as well. I did a stranger things like watch party on fable, which we were doing it like day by day and everyone wanted to watch stranger things in one day, like in the course of 24 hours. So I think that format may have to change. Um, but yeah, I'm really interested (laughs) in like kind of how, like in working with Fable and working with these other um, companies, how I can potentially like talk about different books. I, I do get a lot of requests to talk about different books, but I'm just not really sure yet, like how prepared people are for that, right? You're always like, you kind of get boxed in on TikTok. Um, and so I'm always a little nervous, but I also am really passionate about like talking about aging. Um, and that's something I take, I, that's something I've like dipped my toes into in terms of like what it's like to age as a woman in your forties and kind of patriarchal beauty standards. And and because I do get like so many of my followers are so young and I think oftentimes assume that I am also really young. So if kind of, there were a couple of times where I mentioned, yeah, and I'm sure that happens to you too, Mary. There are a couple of times where I mentioned my age, right. And people were just like, no, that's not, that's not possible. And so I, I I'm interested in doing work on kind of like how it absolutely is, but like what it looks like to like, like what a, what a woman in their forties like actually looks like <laughs> um, and what it actually looks like to age. Because I don't think that people have a real idea of that anymore because of social media and all of these different things. And I, I talk to a lot. I mean, I'll make these videos and, and people, these girls will be like 19 and they'll be like, you're just giving me so much hope. Cause I feel like I'm already like over the hill and it's just like, I, I would love to kind of do more stuff because I have this platform now um, about kind of not like bending to that. Cause I, I, I don't know, I've, I've felt like that too when I was 19 and now to be older, I just wanted to try to work a little bit more because, and, and I'm, some people will try to link it to Twilight and, Twilight and they're like, well, it is related. It is related to Twilight because Belle is so afraid of aging. And I'm like, well, she's afraid of aging because she like wants to with the 17 year old boy forever but <laughs> so there's a whole bunch but yeah I'm actually really interested in that I don't know how far it will go but in a couple of the things that I just kind of happened into there was a lot of I, I posted a video a long time ago where I kind of showed what I looked like at every age between 25 and 40 to show them that there was not really like a drastic difference and so I feel like if I if it can be helpful to any of the particularly like young girls that are in the twilight fandom now and are consuming this stuff about you know being young forever and looking beautiful and looking perfect I would love to kind of like do more stuff like that 
I love that so much. I mean, obviously I, I super relate to everything you were just talking about and that would be something I would watch the hell out of. Cause it just, I struggle so much with like, because I, I kind of have like, it's just genetics that I look younger than I am. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people treat me a lot younger than I am, but it's like, I'm a 42 year old, 43 now year old woman yeah. with you know, two kids and, you know, whatever. It's like, I'm very, I'm in a different point of my life than a lot of the people who I interact with daily, but they're always so shocked. And I'm like, but life is still super awesome. And so they are shocked to to feel that like, yeah, it's great. Absolutely. No, I mean like the shock, the shock when it's like, no, like I still have a life and I still see myself as having value because it's definitely something I struggled with a lot in my thirties. And I'm not going to say that I don't struggle with it now. Like as a woman aging, it's just really difficult to do in our society. But I, I think like having being on the other side of that, I and mean, it's easy to say when you are in your forties and have kind of like established yourself. And so that's what I want them to know is like the whole, like I'm 27 and I have no prospects. <laughs> such a, it's like, so was I like, we're all, everyone's 27 and has no prospects. I mean, I know that there are some 27 year olds that are really set up, but like, I would, that's when I found twilight. I was like a poor graduate student living with like 10 roommates. So I think, I think it's good for people to see that the, like none of the, these things have to happen over overnight, which is entirely unrelated to twilight, but I do that's feel what like we wanted. I love that. Yeah. yeah I love that. All right, Sarah, I would, I would like to know because you do this so much, it's like a daily thing for you. What is your yeah. favorite thing? And then your least favorite thing about the being a content creator and, and doing the work that you do. So my favorite thing about being a content creator is just the community, like mm. just to see the response and how pe- these people are so funny. Like the majority of the time I'm looking at my comments and I'm just dying laughing. Like they are funnier than I could ever, ever hope to be. Like yeah. I, I, I really like the amount of joy that the comments bring me are like, they're geniuses, they're geniuses. And they're just like so smart. And they think about this so much. And that is absolutely my favorite part of creating content for sure. And I'm trying to think of like my least favorite part. And I think that's just kind of sometimes the negativity that you can get, like, because again, on, as you mentioned with TikTok, like when you end up on the wrong side, right? Like when, cause you're safe in your bubble until you hit a certain number of views. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, like you're no longer on Twilight Talk. Um, and so I think that's probably my least favorite is just when people come across, like there are definitely people who are just like, why are you still talking about this? And it's like, clearly there are a lot of people that still want to talk about this. And so I think just like uninformed comments and I try I don't really ever like clap back at people. Like that's one thing that I really try to do is like keep it really positive in the comment section. And I don't start fights with people, but there are so many times. And I think also something that really gets me is, and this is true of everyone that I've talked to who creates content. Like when people come and because we're book purists, when people come and are like actually in the book it's, and like are trying to say that it imply that I have not read the book. That to me is going to get my blood boiled. I never respond. Usually like someone else will come in and be like, are you serious? And like respond for me. But if, if nothing else, we know the books. Right. And so that, that can be, there are like times where I'm just like, I can't, I can't look at these comments comments right now. So it's like, they're both, they're both my favorite because the majority of the comments are 
why I do it. And you can see in the structure of my account, like I'm responding to comments. So I think they're all brilliant, but I mean, and people get really intense. I made a video the other day and you guys are, again, I don't, in Stephanie Meyer's universe, this is definitely not going to happen, but I mean, I made a video about how I sometimes fantasize about Edward and Bella getting a divorce. And sometimes I do fantasize about that. Um, I fantasize that eventually they would like find their way back to each other. But I, I am someone who's kind of wanted to see Bella have consequences for her actions in some ways. Um, this, this one girl just like went wild. She was like, <laughs> this has gone too far. She's like, how have you taken Edward and Bella? Like this would never happen. They invented love. And like people in the comments were just like, you are out of your mind. Like this is just, <laughs> and it, like, we're just playing. Cause people loved, I thought people were going to get so mad. People loved this. They were like, what will Edward do? Like, he's going to be so sad. Like it, it spawned so many videos, but she's still, I, and I really don't like to block people unless they're saying hateful things. She's still in there. And she's unfollowed me. She doesn't follow me anymore, but she's still like, how can you do this? <laughs> she's like, you've changed so much. It's like next thing I know you're going to say that Bella and Jacob were perfect for each other. And it's like, there are people that think that oh there are people talking about that right now on TikTok. <laughs> I don't think that, but she, so people will get like devastated. Yeah, I her. actually had somebody, one of my friends sent me that video and I was like, I think it's a great video. Like I... <laughs> No, but they're not in it because we, Emily and I talk about things that aren't, you know, that are like offshoots. Like what if this happened? What if this happened? This could happen. This is how they would respond, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, well, obviously I'm fine with thinking outside of the canon. Like, well, yeah, because I I was like, I think it's interesting. I I know because people are riled up, people are riled up, but I know obviously Stephanie Meyer is never going to let them get to like, that's not something that's going to happen in Stephanie Meyer's universe. But I'm just saying, you know, if Bella decided that she wanted to go and I'm also informed, like, I really like the vampire diaries as well. And so I'm sometimes comparing them and I, I, I want her to go be like a ripper. Like I want her to spill some human blood. Um, and, you know, yeah, so I was just playing around, but uh, this one person in particular, it made me laugh. It, it got to the point where it was like, she was having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> I was like, you should not come to my page anymore. Like in a nice way. I was like, I think that it's time for you to cool down. And she's like, I'm going to try not to, because this has made me so upset. And I'm like, get off of here. Just get off of here. Like block me. You can block me. You're she's like, you, a- you changed her religion and she doesn't know how to live anymore. Yeah. And it's like, this isn't real. This isn't real. It's gonna be she, okay. she had a rough pandemic. It's, it's she did. Yeah. Yeah. No, she did. <laughs> so we know that you're kind of like in the very depths of like Twilight content on TikTok. And yeah. um, you talked a little bit about not kind of knowing what to do with an audience if you were to change from TikTok. Yeah. Mm-hmm. or from twilight on tiktok yeah. but i just want to know like how long do you see yourself still staying with twilight beyond like 2022 whether that's online or even just like you personally like do you do an annual reread are you oh, someone yeah. who grabs new moon when you're sad like how yeah. do you see it still in your life beyond so this it will definitely and particularly after this experience with this community it will definitely i i i was not doing any annual reread before um, 2020 because, because the, like the person I became during my toilet, I like was trying to divorce. Now I, after this experience, I would absolutely always do it because it brings me so much joy. I will absolutely always be connecting with the books and rereading them. Yeah. I'm absolutely somebody who would like want to grab new moon if I'm sad, or like, if I need a laugh, I'm going to grab the night sun. Um, <laughs> you know, 
but, and so how, yeah, I mean, the question is, and this is what my husband is, my husband has always just been like classic and like, this was not something that was supposed to ever happen. And so like how long, I remember I made a video over a year ago saying like, there's no possible way that I can sustain this. So I don't know how much longer this is going to go on. <laughs> and it's, and so that's why I'm talking about stuff like Bella and Edward, like getting divorced because like, you're I'm just going to talk about whatever comes to mind. Um, I have no idea how much longer there is space for like, for people who want, but here's the thing. It doesn't seem to be slowing down. Like hot topic is selling twilight merchandise. And that is insane to me. And so as long as there are still people that want to engage in it, I think I still would, con- would continue talking about it. I'm not tired of talking about it. Yeah. In terms, I do think that there's just a way, like people ask me enough about other books that I think I could probably talk about other books or other things that I want, but I don't really know how the algorithm works because I don't really care that's a, that, like because I didn't get into this for that. But I do think once you get in a niche, the algorithm kind of can kind of like tell when you're doing something different. Um, but I've, I've gotten to a point at this point that I don't really care about that. And so eventually I, I think I would branch out and potentially start talking about other things if people were interested in that. But I will continue to talk. I, I always think there would still be like a twilight through line. And also like my best friend and I are very interested in doing a podcast kind of on like pop culture. Um, and so I'm hoping that that can kind of be my next, like my way forward into doing that. But there, again, there would be a twilight through line in that as well, because I'm, I'm one of, I'd be one of the hosts. So it's not really <laughs> possible for there not. And I like dragged her into this hell, right? Like she didn't know the, like she read the books with me in 2020 and was like, well, I guess like, here we are. Like she knows more about it than she should at this point. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what the shelf life is, but I'm definitely not going to outstay my welcome, you know, but as long as people like are interested, I'm here to, I'm here to talk. Cause it really is about the give and take for me. So once that stops and people are like, we're done with this, because I can't believe it's been two years already. And, and I mean, technically the Renaissance kind of started in 2018, right. On Tumblr. Um, yeah. I'm like four years. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just going to ride it out. As long as people want to talk, I'm going to talk, but I, I really don't know, you know, it's been so unpredictable and, and, and that's the other thing is like, she could, she's potentially going to write more books. And so that's, <laughs> you know, I can take a break, but when those books come back out, come out like I yeah I mean that's going to be a big deal and not necessarily that I (laughs) really want to read but yeah I mean I'll be reading them yeah Yeah. we were talking about this just yesterday how I just like a year ago I was like man Emily I just don't know how much longer this is gonna last and now it's like let's go to hot topic you know it's It's, like crazy crazy. they just released a new one this morning they had the team Team jacob and now they have the movie poster at one i I already bought it i already bought three of them i don't know (laughs) what my i mean we know what my problem is but yeah i bought three of them emily did you have them the first time around i'm not this specific design but i definitely had like OG Twilight Hot Topic. Yeah. Shows. No, yeah. I never got I never got a Hot Topic one. And so I feel like maybe I, I need to get one now. I just hate the picture of Robert Pattinson that they put on that Team Edward shirt. Oh, yeah. It's, it's horrible. That was like the Edward is a badass photo shoot. We need contrast. We need sharp angles. <laughs> we need the peacoat. And it's like, he give looks- us hoodie, Edward, please. 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 
he looks awful, but yeah, I may have to, um, yeah, I feel like a new thing I want to start doing is just like collecting as much. I love the fan-made Twilight merchandise. Like there's a, like there are some stores that I've seen advertise stuff on TikTok and somebody just sent me a t-shirt that it says the Batman, but the picture is like of Edward in the parking lot in Twilight. <laughs> and the fan-made stuff is like absolutely incredible. Um, and so oh, I yeah. feel like maybe it's time for me to start collecting because I didn't really do that the first time around because <laughs> I was, I was nervous to do that as a 27 year old. <laughs> Well, I'm excited for whatever you keep doing. I'm going to, I'm, I'm on the train. Oh, I like, yeah. You know, we'll see who knows. Yeah. This is a very important question. Uh-huh. Um, don't, you know, don't think too much about it, but it's really important. Um, if you were in a room with Edward Cullen, what would you least want him to overhear your brain thinking about? Right. Right. So I did think about this when I saw the question and I was like, oh God, because the answer is like, I think Edward is so judgmental when it comes to other people's thoughts. <laughs> and then I sound like he will take a snapshot and be like, that person's, that person's petty, that person's evil, that like my <laughs> is a vulgar, right? Like he doesn't know. He's just like listening to my thought and being like a pervert. Um, and so I, I think though, I think for me, like any thoughts about sex, whether with Edward or with anyone else, because he is like, harlot like in his mind he is like you are disgusting like because if you just think about like whatever he heard um Jessica Stanley thinking about him which I think was like a hug when I broke down the text it looked like what she was actually thinking about was like hugging him and and him (laughs) eventually he puts himself in the fantasy and puts Bella there and it's like we hugged and I tipped Bella's face up and I'm like this is what you've been villainizing Jessica Stanley (laughs) <laughs> I'm like thinking about hugs but like no like no sexual thoughts he would immediately just like paint like the scarlet letter on me um but I also <laughs> was thinking about like the insipid things I think about and I spend a lot of time one of my other special interests is like bravo reality television and I spend so much time thinking about the real housewives and I just feel like he would listen to my brain and he'd be like this person is like pure garbage like she's a native garbage <laughs> <laughs> I love as someone who loves keeping up with the Kardashians uh-huh, I, uh-huh. I feel you mm-hmm. you know what I mean he'd just be like oh oh insipid <laughs> child <laughs> so oh, yeah there's, there's not many thoughts that I would be like I'm trying to think like if perhaps if I was thinking back to like graduate school or something he'd be like oh she's thinking about cons or whatever and it's like no uh, there's hardly anything I would trust that man with in terms of my thoughts. I think Bella is extremely, extremely, and Bella is really lucky that he couldn't uh, listen in and hear that she was thinking the same stuff, probably worse stuff than Jessica Stanley was thinking. Oh, oh absolutely. absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really 100%. bad. Yeah. I love that question though. Cause I had just, I was like, what is it? 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 Because they're all, all of the options are so bad, but I definitely think he is like, really doesn't like it when women, when, te- when women think about sex, he's like, oh damn damn you to hell (laughs) I'm the kind of person who always has a song stuck in my head oh me too I feel like he would absolutely judge me when I have like castaways on repeat for like three weeks he'd be like what is happening to you all the tiktok songs yeah like when driver's license was in my head for six months (laughs) Mm -hmm. he's like what is what's wrong with you like do you need help yeah Yeah. I mean I think yeah I mean and it's weird though because like the thing for me is that when you get access to Edward's internal monologue, you realize that the things that he is like his train of thought 
is absolutely bonkers. So the fact that he's not willing to lend that charity to other people, he's like, oh, Rosalie's mind is a kiddie pool or whatever, whatever he says about it. He says it's like super, super shallow. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Edward, like, what are you, you're, you're counting insects, you're triangulating the, where birds are, like your, your girlfriend's eating mushroom ravioli and you're wondering if your Hades dragging her to hell. Like you have a serious <laughs> problem with intrusive thoughts. So like, why don't you give everyone else a break? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I've been uh, doing like midnight sun twilight comparisons, which is why this is like all the top of my head right now. Cause he's, I forgot all the crazy things that he thinks I'm going to be like, here's what Bella's thinking. And it's like, the mushrooms are good. And then Edward is like, Hi, is she holding a pomegranate? Am I, I'm Hades. I'm tempting springtime and dry. It's like, what? We're just, we're just having a meal. Oh yeah. Cause we're, we're like wrapping up breaking dawn. I know you're almost done. But people are still wanting twilight content and it's like, I don't necessarily want to do the same thing again, going through the entire series, but you've also read Brie Tanner, right? Is there anything? Did you read? Well, did you read life and death? we did yeah we did everything (laughs) I didn't see that I missed that we did it in two two, episodes it was a two episode yeah yeah and so a lot of people are like do twilight and midnight sun together and I'm like we already know how crazy that's gonna be (laughs) it's but the payoff there's quite a pay that they are not (laughs) even close in close to the same stratosphere they're beyond being on different pages they're on different planets like to see the two that might be something to think about it could be fun. It could be fun just to cover the like different thoughts. Yes. Yeah. It's really, yeah. It's, it's been like <laughs> one of my favorite series I've ever done. Cause it's just absolutely unhinged. Mm-hmm. It's like, how are these people like actually having a conversation when their heads are so far <laughs> apart? They're listening to each other. <laughs> oh, it doesn't make any sense. Nope. So do you, I mean, I realize I'm kind of at, and you can cut this out but like what when you finish like what will you do you have to keep that going is the question um we've considered fan yeah, fiction <laughs> <laughs> Marin is a little hesitant with the fanfic I think <laughs> yeah because it's like how do you pick who's fic to do it just doesn't right. seem fair because there's so much out there it feels right. and I just don't I don't know it's it's all fanfic outside of Stephanie's books it and is. so I don't I don't know and I haven't read very much I don't I don't know I haven't read it since 2008 but I did read fans told me to read PA Lassiter's Missing Pieces I don't know so that's all the books written from Edward's perspective mm. Tra- traumatizing <laughs> I can't even I can't even um, we've considered covering like the host and the chemist just to buy time in case a new release comes out yeah relatively soon but have you read that because the host is great yeah we've we've both read the host of course um and so that would be kind of an easy remember to do mm-hmm. and then I don't think either of us have read the chemist have you read Neither. it no I it's like next on it's on our tv read list in our book my book club um yeah I mean, it's really good people it, love it so it's it's on the shelf it's I mean there's a lot of stuff we could do we haven't we haven't actually I think it's just like we're just trying I don't know for me personally I don't I won't speak for you Emily but it's like I just can't I'm too sad to think of like what would happen next or whatever right, you know it's right. like 
I just feel like I need to get through this. And mm-hmm. once it's done, then we can really hash out what, but we have ideas. I mean, we have ideas that we have like mentioned to each other and talked about okay. a couple good. of times. So, I mean, we're okay, just that we need to see what happens next. So yeah. well, I'm excited to see what happens next. Me too. Me too. Right. It'll be different, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Sarah, before we let you go, do you have anything else that we didn't touch on that you wanted to cover? And can you also give everybody your social media again, so yeah. they can go find you? Um, I think the only thing I always try to plug, um, when I'm talking to anyone is, um, the move to higher ground initiative that the Quileute tribe runs. Um, it's mthg.org. Um, I, and I'm sure you've talked about this, but uh, a lot of people don't realize that the Quileute tribe is actually like a real tribe um, living in the Pacific Northwest and they uh, need money because they're living in a tsunami zone. So I always just like to plug, you know, if people listening can, you know, donate like a dollar or whatever, um, I think it, it is be helpful to them to be able to kind of like get there get their space that they need. Um, and yeah, no, otherwise it's it, my socials. You can find on TikTok kind of all the things that I'm involved in, like my, my book club and all that stuff on my link tree. So that is twilight underscore talk. Um, and then on Instagram, I'm twilight underscore talk three, two, seven, because somebody had already taken twilight underscore talk um, when I decided to get on Instagram. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's where you can find me. And I try to be, I try to be really responsive. Um, I'm really bad at with DMS on TikTok. I feel like I can never find them, but I, I do really try to like respond to people. So if anyone ever has like an idea or wants to get in touch and I, oh, and I have an, e- there's an email that's also linked um, in my TikTok bio. And so that's probably the best place to reach me because I can like, clearly see what people are asking. Sometimes people send me stuff to make videos about, and I have used them before. So any ideas always welcome. (laughs) Well, I think that's it. I think we can go ahead and wrap up now, Sarah. It has been so wonderful to meet you and to have this chat with you. I feel like, um, hopefully this isn't our last episode that we do together because I hope not really this is fun. Been a blast. I we could actually instead of an interview I would love to do some sort of a collab or something sometime uh, oh my god I would love that this has been awesome and we love um we loved having you and we just want to thank you for being here so much it was wonderful this was so much fun thank you both so much for having me I love you both I follow you both I love the podcast <laughs> this is a real this is a real dream to be here so thank you so much thank you Uh, for all of you guys listening we are going to be back again really soon with another interview from a twilight content creator so if you've enjoyed sarah's episode definitely stay tuned we have a lot of fun people that we're going to be talking to yep follow sarah on all of her things and remember that edward wore a sleeveless white button-down shirt to the meadow always remember (laughs) never forget All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye. You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at RememberTwilightPodcast at gmail.com, send us a voice message on Anchor, or leave a review on iTunes. 
Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true.